Hey kids, it's your old pal Gorag the Slayer. How the hell you doing? I don't care. Tonight's podcast is brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. Are you sick of telling people what you're doing? What project you've got going? What passion project you're pouring your soul into? And they just don't get it? Save it, buddy. Get to the point with some advertising. Gorek, how do I do that? I only got 50 bucks to my name. Well, sir or madam, take that 50 bucks, rip it in half. Well, don't do that. Just give half of that to Adam Stimpy Jones to make some buttons for you. So you can just cram them into people's hands. And they'll be like, oh, what's this? And you're like, check it out and walk away. It builds suspense. It builds intrigue. It builds interest. That way you're not jawing your mouth dry. On some jerk-off who doesn't even care what you're talking about. Save it for the people that matter. Besides, these buttons are so inexpensive to make, you're not going to believe it. Just email info at LoneStarButtons.com. They'll give you prices for whatever you're looking for. Buttons, magnets, bottle openers, mirrors. Stick a logo on it. Put your face on it for all I care. It's cheap, quick, and solid marketing. And if you're one of those social person-to-person types, get a pin out, because this is his phone number. You can call the owner of the company, his name's Adam, at 281-798-1996. Tell him Gorak sent you, and you want to suck on those hairy tits. <sighs> fuck yeah. Also, if you want to take part in the show, that being sending in news stories, friend questions, etc., etc., we want it, we need it, talk to us. Email us at rotwpodcast at gmail.com. Coming to you pre-recorded live from Atomic Age Studio A in beautiful Pasadena, Texas. It's the Revenge of the World podcast with your host, Gabe Dieter and Brennan Birch. Hey everybody, thanks for listening to episode 125 of Revenge of the World Podcast. I'm your host, Gabe, Google me Dieter, and with me, as always, is Bitchin' Brennan Birch. Hello, people. How's I it going? Got your name right the first time that time. Alright. I think we're actually getting better. Get, getting back on back on the rails here. <laughs> What's up, Brennan? How's uh, it going? Man, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sleeping good lately, dude. You're not? No, like the last, like, it seems like the last maybe two or three months. Been waking up. At like 2.30 on the dot, like every night, just, you know, my body just decides, okay, we're up now. So that's, that's been happening a lot. So I've been, it's kind of catching up to me and, you know, that's kind of sucked. It, it's mostly been, hey, wake up, you got to pee, you know, but uh, like last night I woke up at like 12.30, like I, I went to bed kind of early you know, I had my son and put him to bed and kind of went to bed at about the same time, I went to bed about 10 and I woke up about 12.30 and I just had this horrible stabbing pain in my butthole Ooh, like it was awful like it, it felt like there was like like a speculum inside my butthole trying to open my butt it was weird and did you open your eyes and look yeah, around <laughs> yeah I, I like opened my eyes and there was, there was no, nobody there you know? did you open your third eye uh, well, it, was, it, was, it was already you know the iris was opening okay <laughs> i'm not talking about your piggy eye brennan i'm talking uh, about your other third eye uh, okay yeah the calcified one uh, anyway uh but yeah i just i like i just had a terrible like horrible pain just like somebody was just 
like there was something being pushed into my butthole hmm. and like there was nothing there and i got up i went to the bathroom because i thought maybe like i was having an issue and you know just maybe was having gas or something like that and no <laughs> and so like I, I didn't even know what to do like i just i took like a handful of like aspirin and like two antacids because i just didn't know what to do about this <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> and like you know eventually i fell back asleep and i woke up and i was fine but now my kidneys hurt so Damn, dude i don't know are you drinking enough water yeah, i'm drinking plenty of water i mean it's it's summertime and i, I drink a lot of water at work and you know I don't how know. old are you i'm only 36 oh wow you know i shouldn't be falling apart like this at this stage in the no, game you know well you're about four years early <laughs> yeah but i mean i, I don't know I, i'm you know I, I eat pretty okay and you know i'm fairly active but i shouldn't be having too many crazy issues you know yeah i mean obviously uh, there's physical wear and tear on my knees and feet and stuff from skating but I can't think of any reason why I would be having butthole issues. <laughs> um, well, as a as a veteran butthole issue person, uh, I don't know, man. Sometimes it just happens. I mean, you know, I, I think I, a lot of people deal with that without saying anything. I don't know, but I, I mean, I I eat leafy greens and stuff. I don't put, I don't ever have to push one a poop. It just kind of does its thing, you know. Yeah, I don't have any issues. So maybe someone is saying you've had it too easy. Maybe so. <laughs> I mean, either that or something crawled up my butt in the middle of the night last night and is now eating my kidneys. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, that could be happening. That's possibility number two. That's that's kind of the David Cronenberg thing that I've been rolling around in my head all day. <laughs> How many hot dogs have you eaten uh, through no. your ass? Fewer <laughs> no. than five. Okay. You, know? <laughs> uh, you don't, like, stick army men up there, right? No. Okay. You never have? No, man, I'm, I'm, I'm watertight, dude. All right, you're good. Yeah, I you're should be good. okay. But, yeah, I don't know. So I've just been kind of... Having the gnawing suspicion that something is eating me from the inside out all day. And I'm tired. Just, just today? Yeah, just today. Okay, so your lack of sleep could be anything. Well, I mean, I, I think that's that could, that could be caffeine-related. You know, too much caffeine will kind of mess up your circadian rhythms and stuff like that. So I've kind of cut back on the coffee a little bit and, you know, don't really drink much soda or anything. But, yeah. Huh. I don't know. Let's see what happens a year from now. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I might have to have a donut or something at some point. All right. In. So, I got you, bro. Yeah, I, it's weird, man. Like, is this the most you've have had to sit down at work? I don't really sit down much. I mean, I'm still really? on my feet working at the time. So, dude, I've been I've been sitting for a job for almost twenty years. Yeah, my fucking asshole and tailbone <laughs> yeah. are just getting beat up every day, <laughs> just fusing together. <laughs> uh, so, like. I'm probably gonna buy a couple of those weird like tailbone cushions, yeah. so your your my coccyx it doesn't break like when I'm 80 and I <laughs> sit down too hard. Are you gonna get one of those like beaded cushions like the uh, taxi drivers had, like the little wooden beads? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I like those actually. I had those on one of my cars. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know what to tell you, man. That sucks. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> it. It's just it's weird, you know. Like I don't know. You've had like shit problems for a long time well i've, 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 I've had a lot of digestive issues but yeah i mean even that you know like i changed my diet a lot and that's that helped like i stopped eating so much fast food and just stuff like that yeah you know that's that's been a majority of the issue you know just maybe your like butthole's garbage. like missing being tickled maybe yeah it, it misses the heat yeah. of a chipotle burrito <laughs> yes. maybe i'll do that for dinner tonight you yeah know? may i make a suggestion sure there is a uh papa john's uh, <laughs> oh, God. uh jalapeno barbecue pizza no it's fucking no. awesome I'm it not... tastes amazing and 
Uh, just honestly, you know, <laughs> I'm not putting that in my body. The poop is, uh, you know, it's different. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, we, we just jumped straight into my butthole. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Uh, that. It's, uh, it's a classic episode. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's kind of what's happening in my life these days. <laughs> yeah. Oh, by the way, sorry, sorry, everybody. We couldn't get to, uh, recording last week. Yeah. Dude. We, uh, you know, shit happens. Yeah. You know, we had, had some. I had an emergency situation pop up where I needed to, you know, be with my little dude. Yep. And then, you know, kept trying to make a show happen. Didn't happen. I'm like, okay with it. You know, like, if, <laughs> if I mean, I love podcasting. Yeah. I love, you know, um, getting this weird shit out to people. Yeah. But if we try and we can't do it, I'm okay with it. It's true. You know? Yeah. We tried and yeah. failed. Failure sometimes and it's all right. if you just really want to listen to one so bad there's like 125 of them right now and there's and, other podcasts yeah. you can listen to honestly I mean, like if you got to listen to us though we, we've got a we've got a back catalog and yeah you know it's hit or miss but it's fun just listen to episode four eight times yeah episode four is a pretty good every, every time we miss just look, go to episode four yeah that's our that's our jam yeah. we, um, we still need to read dianetics by the way i don't think we do <laughs> I think we pretty well covered it, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, what else? What else is going on, Brennan? Oh, man. Just making art, riding the skateboard. Cool. You know, that's pretty much it, man. All I, all I do is go to work and skateboard and make art and play video games. And... Did you see any good movies? Um, it's been two weeks. You know what? Yeah, I have. I don't think I really have. Nothing, well, nothing I haven't already seen. You know, what? I should really be taking notes during my weeks because I don't remember things very well. My short term, yeah. my short term memory is like always been garbage. You've got butthole on the brain. Yeah, it's true. It's it's it's, it's kind of a direct link. You know, don't beat yourself up. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, man. I just haven't been. I feel like I need to watch more movies. Like, like I I haven't seen anything. There 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 hasn't really been anything this summer that's been. You know, I haven't been to the theater in a long time. Yeah, uh, I've just been waiting for the digital copy to be released mm-hmm. for most stuff um i find for me it's getting physically harder to be in a movie theater for a long time like just sitting still that long in those chairs it, it hurts me yeah really bad well they like even the comfortable chairs like the the, yeah. ni- the nice theaters are like you know it's just having my knees at a 90 degree angle sitting upright in a chair for three hours now because nothing can just be an hour and a half anymore mm-hmm. you know but that's another thing i hate that i hate i hate how long movies are now Wow. Which is so... Make two movies if you need it to be three hours. You know? I'll pay twice. Well, can I get... Can I do some movie reviews real quick? Sure, go ahead. I have a great one and a, uh, a terrible one. Okay. I watched... Um, uh, most of you probably forgot about it, but there's a movie called Lockout, and it's, uh, it's a Luc Besson yeah, production. Yeah. And I like it. I mean, it's not, like, my favorite or anything, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, just how it it's like a B movie, like how badly it how badly it's done. Yeah. For how funny it is. Uh-huh. Um and not on purpose. That, uh it's enjoyable to me. That, that's yeah, that's kinda of Luke Besson though, you know? I mean he's made like one or two great movies and everything else has just been crap. Did you see mm-hmm. uh what was it? That that sci fi movie that came out last year? Valerian? Yeah. I like that movie a lot. I lo- like legitimately liked it. I feel like there's there was so much to like there, but it's almost completely unwatchable because of the performances of the actors. <laughs> uh, I could see that. I've I've heard that criticism. Yeah. Um. I mean, to it, me, it didn't really matter all that much just because the future's weird, man. 
<laughs> like, well, yeah, I mean, I, I think the creature design was beautiful, and like a lot of the concepts and the spaceships were just all like all of that was there for me. I mean, it looked very digital, but I'm okay with that. Yeah. It, it doesn't bother me if, if everything looks super digital. I can kind of let myself go into it, and it's fine. To but, me, it was like an expanded uh, Fifth Element universe. Yeah, and I, I really enjoyed the Fifth Element. Oh, I love the Fifth Element. It's great. But as far as Lockout, um, it's pretty goddamn terrible. <laughs> What's so terrible about it? That, that, that's a pretty big thing Start, from you. <laughs> starting, starting from the concept. Yeah. Uh, Which is? It's not even that it's unoriginal, because these movies have been made, and they've been a lot more entertaining. Right. Um, CIA agent of the future mm-hmm. <laughs> is is uh, set up for a crime he didn't commit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's an orbiting prison above the earth okay where the president's daughter gets abducted so what you're saying is it's escape from new york exactly okay funny you should bring that up <laughs> um it's escape from new york uh in space but everything okay the the lead actor is actually guy pierce okay who's a legit actor yeah, he's, he's done some really good like, stuff he's an la confidential right yeah, 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 he's great. As far as that goes, I mean, you're you can do no wrong, right? Uh, everything out of his mouth is a sarcastic, witty comment. Oh no! And I mean every fucking line. Yeah, there's no line that comes out of his mouth that is normal mm. or even in a spectrum of acting that isn't sarcasm or <laughs> just com- you know a complete witty. dismissal of whatever's been presented to him <laughs> always. Uh, I guess, yeah. Um, that being said, some of it's funny. Yeah. Some of it, uh, a lot of it isn't. The villains are cliche. Yeah. Super cliche. Like, the main bad guy is an out-of-control prisoner mm-hmm. that has, like, one blind eye and a scar across his face, uh, and he's British, and yeah, he's just, it's just really bad. Um, Here's what sucks about this to me, though. Yeah. You know, John Carpenter tried to make Escape from New York in space. Oh, really? Ghosts of Mars was going to be Escape from Mars. Oh, yeah. If you yeah, watch yeah. Ghosts of Mars, it is clearly, yes. you know, it's Escape from New York on Mars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. And they couldn't make that, but they'll let Luc Besson make his crappy movie. Well, they let him make it, but yeah. he didn't profit from it because okay. uh, John Carpenter sued his ass. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Okay. And he won. Um, so that's, that's kind of surprising. That's that the way that won. goes. You know, especially like kind of given where what... actually they probably settled out of court is what I read. Oh, okay. But yeah, he got, he got his ass sued. I mean, just given what the state of modern pop culture, it's all just derivative remake, reboot, revamp, you yeah. know, like it surprises me that someone could actually win that lawsuit in this day and age. Yep. I mean, I guess if anyone's going to win it, it's going to be John Carpenter. Yeah. You can't, he's got nothing to do. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, uh. It's not smart to go up against them. Yeah. Really. Never go after a man with synthesizers to buy. Nope. And uh, the other movie I watched was Split. Um, I know I'm late on that because it it came out in 2016. Yeah. But, um, you know, with all the hype around Glass, uh, I gave it a shot. Because I didn't even know that it was... Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I didn't even know that it was part of this universe that uh, M. Night Shyamalan had created. Yeah. Um, for one, when I found that out, uh, I was telling Jess about it. She had never seen Unbreakable. Right. So I showed, I showed her that first mm-hmm. and you know, that movie still holds up. Yeah, Unbreakable's it's great. 
It's a classic fucking... There's nothing dated about that movie. In my opinion, his best movie. What about about The Happening? (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it was great. Um, So then we watched Split, which I had just found out that that movie was connected. Right. And uh, it was fucking amazing work. Yeah. M. Night pulled through on that. He's coming back. Yeah. He's coming back hard. Did you see The Visit? No. No, I haven't. I have it. Yeah, I haven't watched it. Yet. I highly recommend that you watch the visit. Okay, cool. uh, don't read anything. Go in completely blind. But like, you know, two thirds in the movie, like the switch flips, and you're just like, oh my god, it's amazing. Okay, like, I give it a shot. Yeah, kind of like the village. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's kind of where he lost me. But okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we watched Split. It blew me away. Like James McAvoy, I did not know that he had that capacity. He's got range, man. He's pretty He's good. Fucking brilliant. And spoiler alert, hmm. he plays a guy with twenty four personalities. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was watching him work, and every every scene he would come back as one of the characters, right? Um, one of the personalities. When he really blew me out of the water was when he physically changed personalities in front of the camera yeah like one after the other and you just see him like work through that right i couldn't believe it it's like a change like, in like physicality like i felt like i, I felt privileged to be watching that because wow. it, it blew me away yeah like nobody had ever done that um that i'd seen you know mm-hmm. and you've seen you've seen transformations in movies mm-hmm. and actors um uh, you know transition into other characters yeah but nothing like that yeah that I, that I can remember anyway. Well, so, yeah. I think that, actually, like now that you say that, that kind of puts a whole new spin on some of the things that happened in the visit. Like, that maybe he was, like, kind of working on how to do that with people's performances, like, mm. through that movie, and then in this next movie, like, really goes into high gear with it. But, like, you see a lot of the, that, that sort of thing happening in the visit, and it's really mm-hmm. interesting. I mean, it's just, like, it's basically just, like, old people with, like, dementia and mental illness and stuff like that. It's, yeah. That's kind of, like, loosely, you know, what's happening. But, and, like, you can say, like, you can see that in, like, the woman that's, like, having, like, a lot of, like, mental issues and stuff like that. Like, she'll go from just being normal one second and just kind of shift into somebody else. It's really weird to watch. Okay, that's enough of that, because I don't want to... <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta see that. I might watch it tonight, actually. You should. Uh, that's it for me, man. Uh, I've been gearing up for our guest next week. Yeah. Um, Josh Higgins. Yep. I'm uh, pretty excited. We haven't had a guest in here in a long time. This is our first guest that we've had that's like coming on like to promote something too. Really, right? Yeah. Uh, I had <laughs> one lined up, but I just kind of let it go because I was. I think that was right before we took a eight month eight month hiatus yeah um but yeah i'm i'm excited yeah that's gonna I'm, be pretty cool uh do you know this guy personally um i've met him a few times like we've talked a few times he's a good dude okay cool yeah it's gonna be a lot of fun i think i am excited uh what if i just brought out some guy that was just like a complete dick <laughs> uh, have you ever seen me no never mind um okay cool uh you want to get in some news yeah let's do it all right know what time it is. It's time for the news with Gabriel Dieter and friends. Okay, uh, what's up with this black sarcophagus shenanigans, dude? <laughs> you sent me this story and I'm like, uh, this is creepy and disgusting. 
Yeah, hold on. Let me... Right up our alley. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much what we do on this show. Cannot find it here. Yeah, uh, okay, so I guess they found this uh, black sarcophagus. Like, it was opened up in Egypt, and apparently inside of it, there's like this uh, mysterious red liquid. Yeah. And apparently it just kind of became a meme, like, instantly, like anything that happens on the internet. And somebody started a petition, and there's like, like, I think it's like 20,000 people so far. They want to try to drink this red liquid that's inside this sarcophagus. (sighs) I I don't like this. (laughs) No, no, people are just kind of like speculating as to what it could be. Like, some people think it has like healing powers and stuff like that, but nobody really knows. It hasn't been tested. But the second that it like presented itself, people were just like, yeah, but that people people are worried about a curse, right? Um, I didn't see that part of the story. Let's see. Yeah, like, I think when you, you find these, there's always a curse involved. But a, I've never even heard of a black sarcophagus. That's that's kind of yeah, intriguing. Yeah, that, that's kind of creepy on its own. I would like to see a picture of that. Yeah, apparently there were three mummies inside of it. Uh, you know, they, they haven't really said what they're going to do with this red juice. I would hope that they would at least test it first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and find want, out what it is. I want to know what it is. Yeah, I mean, I guess some people think that it's like some kind of elixir of life and, you know. Apparently not. Yeah, I mean. If there's three dead people. I mean, if those, if those mummies start getting up and walking around, you know, you might have a point, but. What could that possibly be, though? I mean, have you seen uh, Underworld? Uh, yeah, like part two or two or three. Like I've seen all of those movies in the. Or theater. maybe it's Blade, <laughs> Blade Two or something, where they they uh, they pour blood into the the, the vampire's uh, sarcophagus. No, that's that's Underworld. Yeah, that, that it like it like fills out that little grid of like yeah, the yeah. stuff, and then like the yeah, so bad. Bill Nighy comes back. But, uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. It can't be blood because blood yeah, coagulates yeah, and coagulate, dry, and, rot, yeah, all yeah, that. But unless it's fresh. But you I think mean, that's fresh blood. That would be creepy. Yeah, that would be creepy. Because I mean, this thing is what, how old is it? Um I mean it's it's Egypt, obviously. It was found thirty times uh yeah, it doesn't say specifically how old it is, but yeah. It's it it's been in the ground long enough for archaeologists to to discover it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Man. It's fucking gross, man. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know. Like why who started a fucking petition? I want to drink it. <laughs> yeah, they've got almost and people. 20, people are so entitled; they think that they can take like Egypt's uh, fucking culture right out of their uh, country and just drink it. Just take a shot. <laughs> God damn it! Twenty thousand people, or is it twenty thousand uh, signed it for one person to drink it? There. <laughs> It just says that there are like twenty thousand signatures. There's like close to twenty thousand signatures, and the goal is twenty five thousand on the petition. But that doesn't mean anything. It's no. change.com. No, nobody, change.org. Yeah. Nobody's going to give they a don't, shit about that's that. That's not a legally binding document. No, it's not, not how the constitution absolutely works. Absolutely not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I guess uh, the Egyptian antiquities minister, like he suspects that it's just sewage water that leaked into the tomb through like a Gross. crack. So you know, I say let them drink it. <laughs> yeah, of course. Learn your lesson. But you don't want to start a precedent. Yeah. To let people drink let, whatever the fuck they want. Let every idiot drink out of every tomb that's unearthed. <laughs> fuck, man. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I kind of feel like maybe we should let them. Maybe they deserve it. You know? 20,000 people? Yeah. You know, give them a little little drop on the tongue. Hey, you can have it. Go for it. What happened? Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. What yeah. if they gain, like, supernatural powers, though? Then you get 20,000 assholes yeah, with supernatural powers. <laughs> 20,000 supernatural pharaohs with connections to the aliens. Oh, That's nice. bad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't recommend it. No. I say ignore these people. Yeah. 
Maybe we should just poison all these people. Tell them that they're drinking it. Just, oh, that's a good idea. Just dye some cyanide red. It's a uh, red mercury. What's the yeah, big deal? Whatever. You wanted it. You signed the petition. You also sent me this story about the uh, Republican nominee for the 5th District. Ah, uh, yes. Some state. I don't even know what. It's uh, Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. The Come on down. Okay. Yeah. Uh, nominee. His name's Denver. <laughs> Denver Riggleman. Riggleman. <laughs> the best name. That's a. That's such a used car salesman name. That's great. With a name like Denver, you know you're going to get some. Fucking there's there's going to be some Bigfoot erotica. Yep. Yeah, so this guy is uh he's running for the 5th uh congressional district race and this guy's going potentially to Congress. He's been campaigning with this uh white supremacist, this other guy. And I mean it's a very, you know, Republican district. So there's a really good possibility he's going to win, but recently this uh the Democratic nominee that's going against him, Leslie Cockburn, uh another she, great name. Yeah, that's a pretty good one too. Uh, she tweeted uh, a screenshot from his Instagram account that had like a picture of a Bigfoot naked with a big black box over its dong. Wow. And apparently this led to people looking into it and they found out that he's been he's 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 a he's being exposed as being a devotee of Bigfoot erotica. A devotee? Like he he's he's or writ- a contributor. <laughs> he's written books. Like he's he's books. He's, he's, he's got some self-published books out there. Um, he says that this picture was just like kind of like a running jag, like running gag with him and his army buddies or something. Whatever, yeah. Man. But I mean, apparently, okay. Whenever you look more into it, his books don't specifically. I don't, I wouldn't say that you would call them Bigfoot erotica, but they do make a lot of reference to Bigfoot having sex and Bigfoot likes sex too. Is a thing that the line <laughs> that's actually the last line of one of his books. Oh my god. Um, yeah, Sasquatch likes sex too or something. But yeah, so. We could potentially have a a guy that believes in Bigfoot. Well, he says he doesn't believe We're in gonna it. We're going to have a big problem on yeah. our hands, basically. He says that he doesn't believe in it, but uh, he seems to know a lot about Bigfoot it folklore. All right, dude. <laughs> if you, It doesn't matter if you believe in it. Yeah. You're, you're creating it. Yeah. Now, it's, if me or Brennan wrote this and created this fucking story or whatever, that yeah. that's one thing. Like, it's totally, you know, we could... We could be seen doing something like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's funny. I feel like that's expected of us, honestly. But this guy who is not owning it and you know, kind of trying to play it down. Yeah, and running for public office. Yeah, and being uh, connected to white supremacists. That's like a recipe for disaster. Well, what's scary is the Bigfoot thing is the thing that's really making a dent. It wasn't the Nazi thing. That didn't bother anybody. I don't don't understand (laughs) that. Well, in Virginia, you got a lot of, uh, you had a lot of rebel flags flying over there. Yeah. In the mountains. I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. I I feel like if you're going to run for Congress, you should at least have the foresight to realize there are certain things in life that you can't do. You just don't get to do those. And yeah, I mean, or if, if you do them, you should do it under an assumed name, right? A pen name is very easy. At <laughs> least own it. Own it as being funny, as being like, so fucking what, you know? But don't like play it, try to play it down and be a, a shithead on top of that, you know? I don't have a problem with somebody writing Bigfoot erotica. I have a problem with everything else. Yeah. On top of that, yeah. you know? I, I just, I don't want my congressman believing in some of the weird stuff that I believe in. <laughs> <laughs> it's one thing to it's one thing to believe it but as for entertainment that shit's funny man i've i have a star trek erotic zine it's really? fucking hilarious that's awesome it is fucking hilarious 
if I would have, if I had a mind to do something like that, I would do it and yeah. not be ashamed of it because it's fucking funny. Right. And you're never going to run for Congress, right? Absolutely not. And even if I did, fucking Google me, man. I've said some really horrible shit. Yeah. And I own all of it. Yeah. I, I'm not going to be trying to play anything down or scrub my name off the internet, yeah. you know? Every time that I think, like, see something that makes me mad in the news and, like, I think about potentially running for office, I remember this podcast and <laughs> I just know that that can't be, that can, that can never happen. <laughs> I'm going to have to find another way. <laughs> Shit, I'll be lucky if I can get another job. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised I haven't lost my job. <laughs> Who knows? <sighs> Also, um, future R.I.P. Robert Fisk. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and do his obituary now. <laughs> yeah. Poor Robert Fisk uh, dug up too much information about um, Hughes Aircraft Company, now Raytheon. Yeah. Um, Good old Raytheon. He was backtracking weapons that he found in Syria in a, let's see, Nusra, ISIS... And Al-Qaeda stronghold. <laughs> Not all at once, but, you know, the yeah. base had been uh, used by all, all three of those yeah. lovely groups. Started finding boxes with writing in English on them. <laughs> yeah, he found guided missile tubes uh, with Hughes aircraft part numbers and logo on it. Kind of like, uh, didn't that happen in Iron Man 2? Or Iron Man 1? Yeah. Yeah, pretty weird. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> he found this and... And, you know, it backtracks to an American company, uh, Hughes Aircraft, which was bought out by Raytheon. Raytheon, uh, I'm even kind of scared to say their name because <laughs> I know the NSA is, is uh, scrubbing through the Internet. They're the Monsanto of war. <laughs> <laughs> they are. Um, yeah. Every, everything bad that kills people yeah. in, in war. Uh, Got the Raytheon stamp of approval on it. Yeah, or they're one of them for sure. Uh, So yeah, Um, Robert Fisk. Who knows? R.I.P. Who knows how long he's got to walk on this earth? Because you know he don't fuck over Raytheon or any kind of war profiteering without some consequence. But I mean, at the same time, there's just so much insane insanity going on that people are. You know, we know the truth about a lot of things, and there seems to be very little consequence to most people, like as to you know, whether or not that even matters. So, I mean, are they even going to bother killing him? <laughs> like, it's, it's not, I don't think this is going to gain enough traction in the United States for anything to actually happen. It's not going to affect their defense contracting. Yeah, you never know. Whoever, I don't know. I mean, probably not. You're probably right. Because, I mean, this is Al-Qaeda. This isn't like, this, isn't, this wouldn't be like if he sold, if Raytheon sold missiles to China and sold missiles to the United States and they went to war. This you know? is true. It, this is like, you know, an enemy combatant. So how did they, you know... How did they even well, get we those? are at war. Well, I mean, with, how, how did they actually get those with terror? Yeah, but that's such a loose thing. I mean, it's it's a you know. Well, that's the thing. It's how, a fight how did they how did they get them? Uh, he did track that down through the CIA. Yeah, which I'm also afraid to talk about. Yeah, which I mean, well, I mean, everybody knows CIA, Al Qaeda. You know, that's yeah. pretty obvious. McCain. Yeah. Pictures prove it. Yeah. Pictures. Yeah. The conscience of the Senate. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, we'll keep, we'll keep an eye out on Robert Fisk and see what happens. And ourselves but, now. <laughs> yep. No, if we, if we weren't already on a list. Yeah. I'm pretty sure we are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, let's see. Oh, you sent me this story. Ex-cop rigs McDonald's Monopoly game. Oh, yeah, this is a great one. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> okay, so uh, apparently there was this FBI sting. Oh, what's going on? The internet's not working. So, yeah, there was like an FBI sting. This guy, uh, you know, supposedly won the McDonald's you know, sweepstakes with the Monopoly pieces, which is really, really difficult to win. I mean, the odds of winning this thing is like 1 in 250 million by collecting the proper pieces. Right. I mean, you're essentially winning the lottery. So this guy, he won, and I guess, uh, you know, somebody from quote-unquote McDonald's came to interview him and ask him, oh, how did you win it? And, like, they, as he was, you know, kind of telling a story, it didn't really add up. Mm-hmm. Turns out the people from quote-unquote McDonald's were from the FBI, Ooh. and this was part of a sting. So this guy... Huh, uh the FBI's protecting a corporation <laughs> yeah look at that weird mm, strange so apparently this guy uh you know spills the beans you know and just says hey i got the ticket from this guy uh uncle jerry which that was the kind of the initial uh like inspiration for them actually going after these people there was this guy reportedly named uncle jerry that was uh helping like mobsters win the mcdonald's uh monopoly game and apparently he'd helped like a bunch of people. He did, like he doled out like over twenty four million dollars in prizes to like mobsters. Uh, there were some psychics that won it. Uh, there was a family in Utah, like a Mormon family, that won it. And like twenty four million dollars worth of wins that from a game where it's like astronomically impossible to win. That right. all came from this one source. Wow. So they, how much of a cut he got? He got uh okay. What what happened was like he would rig it to where you would win like this thing where you went you get paid like fifty thousand uh, dollars a month for X amount of time and. In order to pay him back, they just gave him the first fifty thousand. Oh, wow. that, that's how he was making his profit. Damn. So he, he, you know, so what? Twenty four times fifty thousand. You know, it's a pretty good chunk of change. Yeah, yeah right. Over a million dollars. Yeah, I, I would think. I can't do the math. Right now. But so they end up uh, tracking it back to this guy that was a former uh, a, fl- a police officer in Florida named Jerry something or other. I, I, Sandusky. It wasn't Jerry. Sandusky. <laughs> For some reason, I'm, your internet's not working, so I can't remember the guy's name. And yeah, okay. Anyway, um, so the guy was a former cop. He ended up going to work for this company that uh, you know does a lot of like official printing. Like they they print stamps for the U.S. government. They print lottery tickets. They print you know all kinds of stuff. This is the company that McDonald's uses for their game pieces. Right. And uh, it turns out this guy Jerry something or other has been helping people for years and years and years win these games and you know taking a little cut off the top for himself. And yeah, they finally busted him. <laughs> Wow. Can't, can only get away with that shit for a certain period of yeah, time. Yeah, he's been rigging the game since 87. Wow. And he just got caught. Just got caught. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty good little hustle. You know. Yeah. His name is Jerry Jacobson. I wonder what happened. Like, Well, I mean, they got an anonymous tip. Right, right. And right. then, you know, they had enough information to go up, follow up on that tip, and they started following up on all the winners, and all the winners started snitching. That's crazy. <laughs> that is so crazy. But you, you can't commit a conspiracy with that many people. No, you, can't. you know, especially when there's just money involved. You know, it's, yeah. it's not like there's a higher goal or a higher purpose. They're not trying to overthrow a government. They're just trying to get some money. Yeah. Yes. Um, who knows, man? That could be the next goal. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe if, if they can do that, who knows? I mean, they might rig out something with postage and, you know, jack up the, every stamp one penny and somehow that penny goes to him. <laughs> right. God damn. That's yeah. nuts. Um,. Yeah, that's it for the news, man. You got some murder and mayhem for us? Uh, yes, I do. All right, so like, what what is your favorite? Like, what are your favorite little like YouTube internet 
like wiki search holes that you go down whenever you're just like bored and kind of dicking around on the internet? My search holes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. Um, I don't know, man. Lately, I've been into like governmental like type stuff. Like what? Like just open corruption. Yeah. <laughs> That's basically just kind of generally stuff for the show. <clears throat> no, um, no, I never, I really never bring it up on the show, but I just, <clears throat> I just started listening to, uh, this podcast, uh, called the Jimmy door show. Yeah. And he's a, uh, he's like a super liberal guy that is like super anti-establishment. Yeah. And he like points out, major corruption mm. in the democratic and re- republican parties yeah so it basically lines up with my kind of thinking yeah. like everybody's fucked up yeah <laughs> so yeah. if you're into that you need to listen to chapo trap house i think you probably like chapo trap house yeah it's okay kind of the same thing but yeah that's yeah. that's what i mean that's really your main with. thing yeah okay like i mean per- personally for me i like uh i like any type of you know skate park scooter fails I like mm. watching scooter kids mm. get hurt all the mm. time that's hilarious um, okay, I see what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, just now. just like just like the things that you just go down and just start just digging in, digging in, digging in. Yeah, it's uh, mostly puppies for me. Just puppies? Yeah. <laughs> puppies, kittens. Yeah, cute funny, stuff. Funny pet stuff, yeah. Right on. Yeah, so I, I like scooter fails. I like uh popping and lancing videos. <laughs> oh god. That's did you like the one I sent you the other day? You know, I'm I'm not that into Dr. Pimple Popper. She's a little too a little too mainstream for me. <laughs> yeah, but God, that one that they they cut this guy's back open and took a cantaloupe out of it. Yeah. Disgusting. But, but I mean, you can, you can find like grosser ones that are like home surgery that are pretty gnarly. Oh yeah. yeah. I forgot. You're the, yeah. uh, yeah. I, I like, you know, <laughs> I like, I like the hillbillies. Civil, yeah. civil war, uh, surgery. Yeah, hillbillies doing civil war surgery, yeah. just a lighter and a, Jesus. a, a needle and some kid in the background screaming, Ew, that smells. Oh God. <laughs> So I got I like the Lansing videos, I like the scooter fails, and there's also like a new thing that I found on Wikipedia that I'm into. It's uh, inventors that were killed by their inventions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm interested in. So that. yeah, um, I, this, the probably the funniest one to me, like that I've uh, I think I've talked about this on the show maybe before. Uh, Jimmy uh, Hazelden, the guy that invented the Segway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, when he was 16, he was like 62 years old. He was uh, found dead in a river after riding an off-road version of his Segway off the side of a cliff and falling 80 feet to his death <laughs> yeah yeah that'll that'll happen if you're not careful yeah i mean you gotta i don't know I, I i just i like the idea of people being murdered by their own ingenuity yeah so i, kinda, I think i think it's it's crazy how the segue led to those hoverboards yeah and those fucking exploded and caught yeah. fire and burned down houses and did all this other crazy shit <laughs> they're equally horrible and yeah. like people you could still buy those like everywhere yeah yeah you know? mostly at the flea market nowadays but yeah you know they're not a legit yeah thing anymore or like like the weird store in like the old mall yeah yeah <laughs> they just kind of sell we them. should do a live uh a live feed from uh town square mall oh dude yeah. have you been there in a while oh yeah it's, it's pretty terrible <laughs> it's pretty scary yeah yeah so continue yeah, i'll get back on i'll get back Got on you off track okay yeah so what I'm going to read is just going to be a list of people that were killed by their own inventions. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, so the first one I got here is uh, Sylvester H. Roper. He's the guy that invented the Roper steam powered bicycle. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, it's basically a motorcycle that's powered on water. Uh-huh. And he died. In Funny a- how you can't do a, a car version of that. Yeah. Well, apparently Sylvester Roper did 
such a successful version that whenever he did his uh, public speed test in 1896, he died of a heart attack in the middle of the test. Uh, How fast was it going? It was apparently going pretty fast, but uh, the thing is, you know, since it was 1896, they can't tell if it was the the crash that caused the heart attack or the heart attack that caused the crash. Mm. So, well, if he was going any faster than a horse, he, his mind couldn't handle yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, 1896. That's probably you know, if he was doing 30, he's probably yeah, you know, that that's heart attack speed for yeah. that time period. That's that's like the 1890s equivalent of pulling G's. You yeah. know. <laughs> so let's see. I got uh, Ishmael Ibn Hamad Al Jawahari. He was a, a Kazakh Turkic scholar uh, that was born in Farab. He attempted to fly by using two wooden wings and a piece of rope. Ooh. He jumped off the roof of a mosque and just plummeted to his death. Mm, as you will. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a lot of this is like early test pilot stuff. Uh-huh. Just there was no way, or they hadn't really conceived of a way to test the things yet. They just kind of came up with an idea and went for it. It's funny you bring that one up because uh, I just saw He Man do that on the cartoon. Really? <laughs> and it succeeded. It worked. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, Eternity and Gravity you might have, be different. You have to have the power of Grayskull that's, behind you. That's true. And another guy that just fell to his death, uh, Franz Reich, uh, Reichelt. Uh, he was a tailor. In 1912, he invented a parachute and jumped off the Eiffel Tower and plummeted to his death. Oh, it's just, just ripped out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I mean, it was his first attempt actually using it. Uh, the authorities demanded that he use a dummy. Hmm. And he was like, okay, sure, I'll use a dummy. And he used himself. <laughs> you know, he nice. didn't technically lie. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is a new one, actually. Uh, 2009. Uh, Michael Dockery. He uh, invented this thing. It was a flying taxi. Basically, it was like a small vehicle that you, it was kind of like a jetpack mixed with, you know, like a Hyperloop kind of hmm. vessel that flew. And it was supposed to be like affordable travel was the goal. Hmm. And yeah, fell out of the sky. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Uh, uh, this is another favorite of mine. Let's see. Andre Zelenayakov is a Soviet scientist. I probably butchered that. Okay. But uh, in 1987, he was developing chemical weapons for uh-huh. the Soviet government. And uh, inside these test facilities, we actually have these at my job. There is like, uh, it's like an enclosure and there's a vent hood that like sucks all, of, it like basically just sucks all the atmosphere out of the room and pushes it out into the air, you know, so mm-hmm. that you're not creates just. Creates a vacuum. Yeah, it creates a vacuum, precisely. And he was working on this chemical weapon and the like the vent hood failed and he just poisoned himself and he died. <laughs> oh my God. So it worked. <laughs> that sounds like uh american espionage <laughs> yeah i mean you know he was in a coma for a while he was months and months you know just couldn't walk and you know his over the years you know it's he, he didn't die until uh 1993 oh shit yeah wow it took five years dying from chemical weapons exposure oh my god that's horrible that's terrible let's see uh we've got william bullock the guy that invented the rotary uh printing press he got his foot stuck in the press and died from gangrene from his wounds. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. See, the stuff that takes time to kill you. Yeah. That's like, the headlines would, would be like he died of his, his wounds, you know? Yeah. That's like, uh, I don't know. You think it's cheating? <laughs> kind of. Um, of course, the guy that, that tested a parachute, that's legit. Yeah. The guy that had a heart attack crashing his car or his motorcycle. That's questionable, because what do you have had a heart attack regardless? Nobody you know? knows. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> Something to think about. Let's see. Uh, there's Alexander Bogdanov. Bogdanov, that's how you say that. Bogdanov. Bogdanov, yeah. You, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, I'm not Russian. Are you Russian? You mm, said that pretty well. I'm taking my time, bro. Mm. Anyway, he uh, developed a 
experimental blood transfusion technique. And he died after, uh, he was basically, he was trying to achieve eternal youth for people, you know, the, the old vampire, yeah, vampire style. Elizabeth Bathory, gotcha. you know, and, uh, he took a blood pres- uh, transfusion from, he drank red blood out of, he drank red blood out of a sarcophagus, a sarcophagus. uh, <laughs> tried to do a blood transfusion for one of his young students who had malaria and tuberculosis. Jesus Christ. <laughs> red flag. And had the wrong blood type. Oh my God. This guy had no idea what he was this doing. This was in 2010. Uh, this was 1928. Okay, well, yeah, so. there's a valid excuse. Okay, then there's uh, Thomas Midley, Thomas uh, Midgley Jr. was an American engineer uh, who contracted polio when he was 51, like late in life. So he developed this system of like pulleys and ropes that helped pull him out of bed. And he got one wrapped around his neck and died of strangulation. Did he? Yeah. Or was it erotic asphyxia? Yeah, you know, it could have been. I mean, you know, polio, that'll oh, suck it right out of you, man. Might, might, might have been the only way you can get it off. Mm-hmm. Who knows? <laughs> and, Brendan, uh, that's the kind of stuff that'll keep you out of office. Yep. See? That's why I can never run for office. And this is the last one. And this one is actually kind of near and dear to my heart because it happened right here in Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carol uh, Suchek. He was a Canadian uh, professional stuntman who had developed a shock-absorbent barrel. Uh, he was doing a demonstration in the Astrodome that... He dropped the barrel from the roof of the Astrodome into, and the idea was it was supposed to land into a water tank. He hit the side of the water tank and died from his wounds. God damn, <laughs> that's that's a really big fall. Yeah, it's the Astrodome's fucking yeah. huge. It happened in 1985, so oh I mean, my God. we probably know someone that's seen that. You think so? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a stunt show. You know, like you oh, know how they used man. to have like the big, you know, monster truck shows and all that stuff yeah, in the yeah. Astrodome. Like, I've been to one of those shows, so I would think that there's a possibility that we know somebody that was there. It happened in 85? happened in 85. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Let's and start asking around. <laughs> the best thing about that is, like, he invented this. There's got to be video. Yeah, there has to be video. I'm sure it's on YouTube. But do they do they open the, the barrel <laughs> and just <laughs> drink the red juice out of it? <laughs> the fucking, uh, the guy from The Fly 2 comes walking out of it. <laughs> The, my favorite thing about that is like that's not even really an invention you know no <laughs> like apparently it was supposed to like i guess he developed like a means for it to be shock absorbent but that served no purpose other than dropping it from a really high drop and the, no. that, you know that, custom amplifiers yeah how they're like ra- uh wrapped in that uh pillowy yeah exterior that's probably what the inside of the yeah it probably like. wasn't that great no <laughs> so yeah died basically for nothing Congratulations! All right, so yeah, that's people that have died from their own inventions. Good one, man. <laughs> it's been a while since you did a murder and mayhem. I yes. enjoyed that. I'm trying to bring them back. Awesome. Um, we got some friend questions. Yeah, because some friend questions. Yes, let's check them out. Friend All right. All right. You go first. Okay. Uh, Jessica Dickton asks. How many Funko Pops can a friend own before you're embarrassed to know them? One. One? One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's like uh that's kind of like an ongoing thing conversation that I have with my girlfriend. Like she's, you know, she's very anti vehemently anti Funko Pop. Good. And I'm uh, I'm right there with her. Yeah, it's a, they're they're a pretty lame toy. It's a dumb thing to collect. There's just so many of them and they just crank them out. It's not like there's nothing rare about them, you know? Um there is a forced rarity involved. Uh, yeah, but that doesn't with count. Funko, though. but huh? That doesn't count, though. I mean, like, no, it doesn't count. Like with yeah. your collection, you know, these are things from the '80s that people ostensibly played with in their yards, and they could potentially get lost. And you know, I'm sure you're probably always hunting down guns and backpacks and things like that, trying to like complete your pieces. Yes. You know, 
that's way different, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of the whole Funko thing myself. I think it's pretty cheesy. Well, everybody has their thing. Yeah. Uh, and I, I respect that, but I don't, I, I don't participate in it because yeah, they're not, yeah. they're not fun to me. To they're me, just kind of, they're statuesque. They're yeah. not, they don't have a lot of action figure qualities. It's very like, I don't know. It, it's very forced, like modern Comic-Con geekdom, you know? Mm-hmm. And I just, I don't know. I, I have a hard time getting behind any of that. There's a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it is what it is. But I, I don't know. Uh, I don't have any comments really on it. It's okay. just not my thing. Yeah. Kind of like uh, Dante Anubis asks, uh, what Transformers you got? <laughs> I don't know, man. Dante Anubis. That's a great name. <clears throat> that is a great name. That's very... Like, sounds like a vampire. Um, sounds like he's received a Belarusian transplant. I have, I have a small amount of Transformers. Yeah. The thing about Transformers is everybody collects them. Mm-hmm. It's like so common to collect Transformers. And I like them from the 80s, from when I was a kid. Right. But I'm not really that attached to them as an idea for collecting. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Stuff appeals to me more. That's kind of weird. Um, but yeah, I like them. I got a few. Yeah. I, I never really had many Transformers as a kid. And like I, the ones that I had were always kind of cheap and cheesy ones. Cause I remember them being kind of expensive. They were a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, they were a little out of my price range. I was more GI Joe, you know, those were like yeah. five bucks. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of, it kind of reminds me of the Funko pop stuff. Cause there's a lot of people that collect them. They yeah. even collect the new Transformers stuff. That's mm-hmm. super collectible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's not my thing. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's kind of got like a collectability that's built into it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that's probably kind of my beef with the Funko thing as well. Okay, let's see what else we got. Okay, Mike Juarez asks, how polite is too polite? How polite is too polite? Um, when you slap someone in the face and they give you a hug. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Personally, I like, find... come on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's come on. too much. Stand yeah. up for yourself. Come on. Be a man. The, the thing that I find really annoying is uh, the Canadian standoff. <laughs> do you know what the canadian standoff is no but i imagine like someone in the way and they're like oh after you no after you that's friend. exactly what it is it's it's is whenever, what it is? Yeah, it's whenever you come to a door uh-huh. and like you know you're like you're, you're say you're walking into a convenience store right as someone is walking out and you open the door and they say come in and you're like no go ahead and then they're like no after you and like you're kind of <laughs> stuck there in this exchange yeah personally i feel like the rule on that is you know if you open the door you say come on out if they don't come, you go. You know yeah. that that should be no more than two on a back and forth. Mm-hmm. You know anything beyond that, you're both being assholes. Right. You're holding up traffic. You're you're slowing down life, and you, you need to get your shit together. True. Yeah. Jennifer Onions asks on National Friend Day, who are you going to buy flowers for? Hashtag no homo. What's National Friend Day? I don't know. It's just a friend. It, like when was that? National it- Friend Day. I don't know, dude. It's just a question. Well. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, if, if there's something that I need to be doing, I mean, should I be buying you a present? Is that should we be going out to dinner? I think it's just one of those new random holidays that people just made up. Yeah, one of those Facebook holidays. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you buying flowers for, Brennan? Ah, man, I don't know. I don't know that I have any friends. <laughs> uh, I would buy friend. I would buy flowers for. I don't know. It's probably going to be a random person. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know. The mailman. Yeah. Or Thank you for being a friend. 
I would not sing to them, but I would. And I've got to stay out of the uh, single rose business, because that means a completely different thing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'll give you a carnation. How about that? Okay, I'll take a carnation. Random stranger friend. All right. Let's see. Uh, Mike Juarez has another question. Uh, Why isn't cell phone etiquette a thing yet? I wish it was, for God's sake. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I I would like it if people would put their phones away at the movies and, you know, not be constantly engaged with this thing that i have in my fan hand uh, right now. kids watching videos loudly at a restaurant kind of gets on my nerves oh, a little dude. bit yeah the no head like you gotta have headphones if you're not yeah. wearing headphones whenever you're out in public and using your phone watching videos or playing games or something you, you're garbage i've seen grown men yeah watching videos like really loud yeah at a restaurant i was in a like a jiffy loop one day and i was sitting there and you know just kind of you know looking at twitter or whatever and there's this guy next to me he drove in in like some you know supercharged awesome race car or whatever that's getting his oil changed and he was sitting there watching videos of people drag racing full volume <laughs> like just squealing tires people oh, screaming you know that's amazing like i mean you know that's amazing i, I understand like having a hobby and being into race cars and stuff like uh-huh. that but man nobody else is so i mean shut that shit off put your headphones in like if you want to drive fast in your own car, that's great, and squeal your tires and be a dick, fine. Do it out in the world. Don't mm-hmm. subject us all to your hobby while we're, you know, sitting here. It's like, uh, I don't know. This whole cell phone conversation made me think of, uh, have you seen the new trailer for Shazam, that mm-hmm. DC movie? Yes, I have. Oh my god, what a steaming pile of garbage. You know what that movie reminds me of? It's like if, like, Kick-Ass and Big... Kind of took place in the same universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you think about the costume? I mean, it, it looks stupid, but that's what the costume looks like. But it's it's fake muscles. Like that's the thing that bothers me about it is that guy is not yeah built at all. He's like a big puffy like yeah. a Halloween costume. Exactly, and yeah. his neck is like really skinny. Yeah, it's super distracting. Yeah, I don't know how that movie's going to be received because of this. Uh, I don't know. It, it looks like it could be dumb fun, but I don't even want to give it the time of day, though. I mean, I, I'd watch. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't go see those movies anyway. But like, if you know, I was homesick, I might watch it. Yeah, you know. But it doesn't seem cool. You know, the no. cool factor isn't there at all. No. Meanwhile, The Rock is playing uh, Black Adam, yeah. who is I don't know how much DC or I know very little. It's uh, it's that guy's arch nemesis. Uh-huh. So I don't know. He, from what I've seen, that that costume looks a lot better. So he's going to be in that movie? I'm not sure. Or is he going to be like a Justice League bad guy? I, I don't think he's going to be in that movie. Hmm. Yeah, you would think that would be something they would kind of use to sell the movie. If they want to be, cause yeah, yeah. It's not. <laughs> doesn't have much it's else going not cutting it. Anything else? Any uh, other friend questions? No, I think we're good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, listeners, if you uh, got any friend questions, make sure you, you ask them because we need them. Yeah, I think doing them on Sunday this week kind of threw the yeah. game off a little. So we need to we need to do better about that, and you guys need to do better too. We're gonna post them during the week and uh, let them let them add up, build up, build. Yes, the yeah. slow stockpile, the slow build. Um, you wanna do some tinfoil tirade? Mm, sure, I guess. Yeah, right. <laughs> UFOs, crazy unexplained shit. Oddly enough, there are no weird, like, fishy tenfold tirades today, because they're all, like, pretty much really 
happening in the world yeah that's that's kind of how things like i've noticed things are kind of trending that way it's like the world is just getting stranger and stranger and like tenfold tirade is becoming the news yeah it's strange Mm. it is weird um it's it's weird that like the the conspiracy people that have been delegitimized forever Mm -hmm. are like the people that are that are being asked to come on to mainstream media and talk about stuff it is kind of weird yeah I've seen, I saw uh, Nick Pope on, I think, Fox News or Not something, really. like a clip. Yeah. Nick Pope has been talking about UFOs forever. Yeah. And because he was in, in the, the Ministry of Defense mm-hmm. uh, for the UK. And, you know, that shit's official. Official. Yeah. You know, that a lot of stuff's been released by the government. And uh, so they asked him on to talk about UFOs. It's just really weird. Yeah. It's, it kind of makes me like wonder what kind of psyop is being performed on us right now like on, on like the culture in mass dude i'm right there yeah you know because you know you and i you know just as hobbyists have kind of followed this stuff over time and most people have just you know even at first consideration of these ideas were just over the years oh whatever crazy tinfoil hat mm-hmm. you know and now that these like you know news outlets that, that they trust are just like bringing it in it's like i don't know like it it, it just makes me wonder it it raises the hair on the back of my neck, like my my spidey sense is tingling. Yeah, because when that happens, it's usually a sign that something's being co opted. Yeah, and a, there's always, I mean, there's a bigger thing happening behind it. When you're talking seeing. to a conspiracy person, like okay. like true conspiracy, yeah, and you know things about like Project Bluebeam, where uh, the government would use uh, holograms to fake an, a UFO invasion, right? That's like the first thing you're gonna think of, right? Uh, and like when you when you when you see uh, Tupac like rapping at where was it, it was like, like Coachella or something? It's yeah. like oh, was it Coachella? I think so. It was one, okay. of, one of those festivals. Yeah, and it's like pretty legit looking. Yeah. Uh, and then in the back of your mind, you're like, the government has stuff that's like 50 years more advanced than this. Yeah. It's like really, really it it raises alarms for me. Yeah, I don't know, man. What are you going to do? You got to roll with the punch. I don't know. I mean, we just, we, but that just opens up like another layer though. Like what's behind all this? What's, what's, yeah. what's the next thing? You know, who knows? That's, that's, know, that's, what, that's where we need to be going right now. We need to be going, you know, looking for the man behind the curtain. I think know? the end game is, uh, colonizing Mars by force. Yeah. <laughs> by force. Yeah. Um, all right. What enough bullshit. What, what are we actually going to talk about today? Uh, massive fissure opens atop Yellowstone volcano. Mm-hmm. So this has been a topic of discussion for at least five years because there is a, we've talked about this before, actually the caldera in, in Yellowstone yeah. is a super volcano, right? It's fucking enormous. And the damage that could be done is like catastrophic for the entire planet massive cataclysmic climate change <laughs> yes we're talking about fucking food shortages if this thing goes off right so this is not good <laughs> no yeah um start stocking your uh pork and beans brennan yeah, <laughs> might be a long yeah. a long night sometime yeah in the near future It'll be time to get my ass to mars <laughs> uh can you pull that story up? Because maybe there's some details we could talk about. Let's see. Uh, 
but yeah, it's been a like if you if you follow conspiracy stuff and preppers, like they this is in the equation for yeah. you know alarms going off. Basically, you know, they're just they're kind of attributing it all to just seismic activity. You know, it's completely natural. And there's always uh, tremors going on yeah. at that volcano site. Yeah, which is also scary because. Basically, something's going to happen sometime soon. Yeah, basically. Well, they're saying that uh, the actual eruption of the supervolcano is very unlikely. But yeah, I mean, there's... Like, of course, they're going to tell you that. Yeah, I mean, that, that's <laughs> that's the official story that, you know, the government officials and scientists are saying. But, Where is it located? What state? Uh, let's see. Uh, it's at Grand Teton National Park. Uh, so, like, it would be Wyoming. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. So, I mean, right there next to California. Yeah. <laughs> Who would have to be evacuated, like? Several states, right? I mean, that's, that's like what Wyoming, maybe like California, Oregon, Idaho, Washington State. I mean, which doesn't hold that many people, but it's enough. Yeah, it's enough to cause panic across the country. Mm. <sighs> yeah, I mean, they're talking about this uh, this eruption of uh, Mount Tambor in eighteen fifteen. It low, it like lowered the global temperature and like was triggering like extreme weather and like killing all these crops and. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we might be might be one. Having another one of those coming our way. <laughs> yeah, we need to start building farms and buildings, I think. Yeah. It's it's past time for that, because what with the Roundup and all, yeah. Yeah, we, if we, you can con- control your own climate and insect population, I, I recommend doing that. Yeah. We can't just depend on the sun and the water and the soil anymore. So. No. Why should you? <laughs> okay, uh, next story. Ancient roundworms resurrected in Russia permafrost. Oh, man. For fuck's sake, man. Good old Siberia. It's Russia's Florida. (laughs) It's Russia's Florida. There's always something insane happening in Siberia. Yeah. Like, there's not even any people there to make these things happen. Don't go there. There's like 40 people, and they're just all crazy. (laughs) Yeah. You know, it's funny. The the people that live there look more Asian than... Oh yeah, Caucasian. Yeah, they're 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 Mongolian stock. That's why they. That's why they're able to survive there. Yeah, crazy. (laughs) But yeah, uh, so let's see. uh, Yeah, the the permafrost out there. They found uh, just some resident that was just wandering around middle of nowhere. Found the fifty thousand year old remains of like a lion cub that was like almost perfectly preserved. A lion cub. Yeah. So like they're 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 always just like finding things out there that are just frozen in the permafrost. So they found this fifty thousand year old worm. And apparently they were able to reinvigorate it somehow. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Uh, let's see. This worries me because with climate change and ice melting and, you know, permafrost melting, you're going to get a lot of bacteria that hasn't been around. Oh, yeah. Things for humans have never been exposed thousands to. Thousands and thousands of years. Yeah. So who knows what the next, like, like the thing There's, times 50. <laughs> well, I'm not worried about an alien bacteria, but enough back. There's just shit that is going to give us, give you massive yeah. diarrhea until you die. <laughs> Do your worst. I live in Pasadena and nothing's going to phase me. But, yeah, uh, man, it's like, yeah, there, there, there are all kinds of things that we're not even prepared for that are coming back, you know? Dude, it reminds me of uh, after the hurricane, after Hurricane Harvey, uh, like the. <laughs> The day after the water went down, mm-hmm. we hit up a uh, Taco Bell. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it wrecked me. <laughs> Imagine that. I, I took my first bite, and I'm like, oh, this this tastes thawed. Old. <laughs> they, they just served it to people. Ask me if I kept eating. Or oh, God. I'm sure you did. Yeah. You're a fucking hero. Yep. You're a soldier. I was hungry. 
Yeah, when a lot of stuff open, man. Mm-mm. And uh, and those those disasters, you know, are just going to get more and more. Yeah, they're going to be more and more frequent. Like you know, as soon as that crack opens up in Yellowstone, man, mm-hmm. we're toast. Imagine if a bird ate one of these uh, reinvigorated worms. I don't know. It might grow an extra fin or something. A bird have an extra fin? <laughs> Why not? All right. Let's you heard start it here first. <laughs> Cross mutating yeah. for fish. What else we got? Uh, uh, we got the other Ar- Arctic Siberia. Yeah, in Siberia again. Complete darkness for three hours. <laughs> Completely unexplained. Uh, the pictures are pretty disturbing. Yeah, it looks like Mars. <laughs> yeah, it does actually. Um, what the fuck, Brennan? Yeah, for uh, what was it three hours uh, from eleven thirty a.m. to twelve o'clock local time on Friday, uh, July the twentieth? Yeah, the sun well, was, was just gone. <laughs> what was it attributed to? Like, uh, I think they said they just said something heavy in the air. Something heavy in the air. Some, some, they, you know, at first it looked like a thunderstorm. Uh, oh, got I thought darker. you meant like radio, no, radioactive it just, particles. It, it, got, it got darker and darker and darker. Uh, heavy see. water, create heavy rain. One. Heavy rain. Yeah, there, uh, I guess some people were reporting seeing like a heavy, like thick layer of dust and like a cloud. And but whenever you know at two o'clock, whenever everything was gone, there wasn't dust over everything. Mm-hmm. There's just they don't know. <laughs> When a region, 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 when a region of the Earth goes dark for mm-hmm. unexplained reasons, yeah, uh, <laughs> I yeah. recommend getting the fuck out of Siberia, or maybe there's nowhere to go because none of us are safe. Yeah, there was there was no rain, no dust, no smoke, no major air temperature drops. Nothing happened. It the sky had just stopped having sun for three hours for some reason. Hmm. maybe let's see what's on the other side of the earth from siberia i don't know and is there a a a hadron hydron collider (laughs) maybe they dropped a black hole particle they've been quiet for a while they have i haven't heard anything about cern in probably a year and a half yeah yeah it's been a while i'm telling what they're doing right now let's look it up man let's see what's going on with that we need to dig in on those guys okay last one is a very sad story uh, a lady named Joyce Vincent died two years ago, and her body was discovered, yeah. and people were surprised that she was dead. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's not one hundred percent accurate. Uh, okay, okay. So apparently, this woman this was in this was in two thousand three. Mm-hmm. She uh, apparently died in her apartment. And, this one oh three. Yeah, it was two thousand three. Oh wow. Okay. And uh, she was, you know, I guess like she had no contact with her family because she took off and married some dude that they didn't approve of and. Dude wasn't around anymore. Um, didn't have. Many- That's sad. Yeah, the guy left. The guy left after she bailed but, on her family, but the relationship was still damaged. Right. Uh, didn't apparently didn't have many friends or anything like that. Uh, she quit her job. You know, some people thought that she'd gotten you know a new job or that she went traveling or something like that. So nobody really knew where she was. Um, so finally, two years after she died, uh, you know, she was renting this kind of like a government housing project you know, kind of apartment or whatever. She hadn't paid her rent in two years. And then somebody finally showed up to see what was going on. Like they were going to repossess her apartment or whatever. And that's how they found her body. So she was dead from like December through like January of 2006 before anybody even realized what had happened. Like the the other residents in the building were like, you know, they they smelled a smell, but they thought maybe it was just their garbage or sewage or something like that happening. It went away in six months. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they just got used to it or whatever. Oh, man. Uh, they had to like identify her through dental records because her body was always completely deteriorated. Mm-hmm. You know, there was dirty dishes in the sink, and she 
she'd fallen down dead and with her groceries in her arm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there, there were not really any way to determine cause of death, but you know, it's suspected it was like an asthma attack or something like that. Cause she had really bad asthma, but yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, let that be a lesson to you, you know, call somebody once a day or text somebody, just let them know yeah. you're alive. Yeah. That's a good idea. You know, post a meme, something. <laughs> My Facebook's had been inactive for months. You know, do, you, you got to do something, man. Cause I mean, you know, with, you know, phones and technology and stuff like that, we see each other less and less every single day. You know, yeah. like, you know, if it wasn't for doing this show every week, it's highly unlikely that I would see a friend for weeks at a time. What? Yeah. Really? I mean, I, I go to work, I go home. I don't see many people outside of the, you know, in the outside world. I don't get to do a lot of things with a lot of people. Yeah. You know, I'm, I live a, a, a pretty solitary life. So, I mean, coming to do this show every week is like, you know, some of the very little human contact that I have. <laughs> well, you see your girlfriend. Yeah, I see my girlfriend, but yeah, that's, that's like. Um, you know what's weird? Uh, I text everybody. Yeah. And it's so impersonal. Yeah. And then, like, we're, we were talking about uh, doing or not doing the show last week. Yeah. And uh, I actually called you to yeah. figure it out. Why am I not calling people? I enjoy talking on the phone so much more than texting. Well, I, I mean, it's become kind of socially unaccepted to call people. People are annoyed to get phone calls now. That's so weird. Like, unless somebody died, they want to text. That is so weird. It is weird. Well, you know, I'm going to start it's like annoying people. As, <laughs> outside of texting or, like, posting a picture on Instagram, the only way that people will communicate with you using any sort of speech is, like, Snapchat. Or like your Instagram story, you know, posting a video of yourself talking or something like that. Yeah. But that's just content that you make for an audience. You know, yeah. that's not an interpersonal relationship with another human being. Right. And, you know, that, that's that's the thing that we're kind of doing now is like we're all becoming these content producers rather than being people and friends. Mm-hmm. And it's like we're producing content for this greater entity so that they can push ad rep, like ad advertising onto us, you know? Yeah. And that's really creepy. It's super creepy. That's something we should get into next week. Uh, that's, yeah. That's a big basket of eggs. <laughs> it is. So, yeah. What does that mean? Big basket of eggs. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Something to think I'm, I'm going to start calling people. Yeah. So, whoever I don't get an answer back from, we're gonna consider s- me dead. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to consider you dead. You're dead to us. Let's do it. Um, what else we got, Brennan? Anything? Uh, no, I think that's pretty much it for our stories. I believe uh, that is it as well. Yeah. Um, thank you to our sponsor, uh, LoneStarButtons.com. If you want a cheap way to promote your etcs, contact uh, by email, info at LoneStarButtons.com, or you can call the owner, Adam Stimpy Jones, at 281-798-1996. Mention the show, get some stuff for free. Yeah. Um we also have a nothing going on. Forget it. <laughs> uh, also, thank you to uh, Mockingbird Network. They're the network we're on currently. Yep. I don't know what we have to do to get kicked off, but. <laughs> Damned if we ain't trying. Missing <laughs> <laughs> shows for eight months. Yeah. Uh, they don't care. They just, they want something. Yeah. And we're it. <laughs> um, it's good to be wanted. Yeah. So uh, check out MockingbirdNetwork.com. Uh, it's a cool network. We're fortunate enough to be on. And they shows. have some really great shows on there that you can check out. Yeah. I feel like each week maybe we should plug a different show. Yeah, should, that's a should, good let's, idea. We should start doing that. All right. Yeah, we'll start doing that next week. Okay. All right. Brennan has spoken. Um, what else? Uh, if you want to check out our social medias or 
Anything else we got going on? Go to the website, revengeoftheworld.com. Yeah. We're, we're also uh, Revenge of the World on Instagram. That's probably the best way to get in touch with us outside of Facebook. Yeah, you think we're weird here? <laughs> Check yeah. out our feed. Hey. It's fucking... I well. <sighs> yeah. It takes a lot yeah. to do that much damage to your self-esteem. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks, Brennan. Thank you, Gabriel. All right, we're out of here. Gently go fuck someone. <laughs>